Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Hello, everybody. Greetings. Hope you're good. Hope you're well. Um, well, I've. Did you know what? It's been. It's been. A, it's been a funny old week. Um, what is it? I. I. I got married. I got married. That's what happened to me. Um, Kate McGann and I tied the knot on Monday, and uh, now. So now I'm just. Uh, yeah. Now you find me. Um, Rich Wilson, a married man, and uh, oh, what a time we had! It was fantastic. So thanks everyone for coming down. Um, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, just you know, you know what, you know what, right? When it when you, when it feels right, it's right, isn't it? You know, like it, it just felt right, and we did the right thing. And yeah, so that's where we're at. That's, that's what this week's been all about. So uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so yeah, we've had that conversation. Like some people saying, like his marriage still relevant nowadays. And it's like, oh well, yeah, we just wanted to just go. I give myself to you, and uh, and uh, that's what we're going to do. And uh, yeah, it feels good. It feels good. So uh, yeah, that's what we're. So my my brain over the last few months has been just full full with that. Really trying to get that off the ground, getting that going. I will say, Kate absolutely smashed it because she does events. So she 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 organises events and has done uh, when she worked for Comic Con and things like that. So. Uh, when it came to planning the wedding, she just knocked it out of the park. I mean, I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah, fine, yeah, happy with that, yeah, you know, not being a typical bloke, you know, I did my bit trying to help out, but uh, Kate smashed it, well done. Um, so yeah, so that's where we're at. I hope you lot are all right, I hope you're well, I hope you're in relationships and it's going well. So it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because, you know, we, we with, the, with all the love in the world, it still takes work. I know what people mean now by you know it needs it, you have to work at it and I don't you know because it's easy to let the, to let the, to let the negativity in you know and, and and but if you talk to each other which is what Kate and I do a lot um, you know you, you can figure things out because it's so easy to just kind of go quiet and then not go, or just assume stuff that's that's the that's the killer and that was what Kate and I were talking about is that we just assume that the other one's pissed off with us it's not until you break it down and go, no, I've just got other stuff on my mind and that's what was going on. That's why I was a bit weird. So communication is key and that's what I found out. I mean, it's only taken me 50 years, but, uh, you know, and many uh, troubled times. But yeah, communication, honestly, you'll feel so much better for it. Even if it's like, you know, have I pissed you off? Have I done something? You know, like just whatever it is, you know, try and talk to each other 
because if you love each other it's worth it's worth working on and i i've and i've i say that from someone who has fucked up so many times in the past and you know i take full responsibility but now i'm in a position to to, to i mean i'm in a good position good place i'm really going to work on it and, and work on myself and, and going forward it's going to be all right we're going to be fine so yes that's what's been happening with me so let's uh, Let's get on with the podcast, shall we? Now I'm gibbering on about that. Well, um, this week's guest yeah, is Mr. Steve Best. Steve Best, I've worked with. Uh, I can't remember the first time I've worked with him. Um, was, uh, we've just we've just known each other. I've known him, I think, most of my most of my comedy career. And um, he's got a book coming out about uh, with because he does he does photography and he's done some of my some of my uh, my press shots over the years that you might have seen. And he's got a book out with all his photography uh, from like behind the scenes and things like that. And it's an actual work of art. I've seen some of the shots already. It's it's phenomenal. He really has a good eye. I and mean, when we talk about that in the in the episode, uh, but it's well worth your time having a look at that. I know there's there's so many books out on comedy and comedians and things like that. But this is really really special. It's a really nice, really nice piece. Um, and he's worked really hard on it over the last few years. It's really good to get him on, and we had a real, really good chat about mental health and you know and the things that he's he's had to deal with in his life. Um, really got stuck in. It was a real. So like I say, I know Steve from the circuit, you know, having gigged with him a few times, uh, but I didn't really know him. Know him, so it was nice to get to know him, uh, which is what you'll find out in the episode. So uh, without further ado, coming up in a minute is Steve Best. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Uh- 
Insane in the membrane. This is the most professional podcast I've ever done. Not that I've done many. <laughs> oh, it's all thanks to producer Paul. If this was just me, it'd be me and you talking on laptops. Well, that's what I was expecting, you see, but then suddenly this happened, and I've got press buttons and things like that. It's quite good. Oh, I like that. You see, people, they just they think I'm still a van driver from Canada. I've got my shit together when it you comes have. to this, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, Steve? you well? Yeah, I'm fine, fine, fine. Yeah. 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 Um, so you're, when's the book coming out? Um, well, the book is coming out. Official launch is on the 3rd of November. Mm which you're cordially invited to. It's Thank in London. Uh, and But uh, I, I hopefully will get my delivery of books in the next two weeks, and then yeah. I can get my pre-orders out, and then the bookshops will stock them as well. So that, that's good. Yeah. It, yeah. Must be, um, it must be stressful. Because we all, a load of us go, yeah, oh, I'm going to put a book out. And you're, yeah. But yours has taken years, like the photographs that you've, you've been building up over all that time. Yeah. And now it's come to a point, it's like, right, it's, it's still like, it, the, the pressure... Must be must be intense. Uh, it's, it is a bit full on, especially this. There was a big intense bit in because I was trying to get it out in July mm. ultimately, and then it. The, I mean, the publishing world is is another. You know, it's 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 huge, and I just don't quite understand it. But I understand it more now. Yeah. But the, but the there the, there was a stress in August when I was meant to be going away. And we didn't get these these proofs to the Italian printers, and and they are so good the printers that they want everything, and yeah. and I'm just going yeah, you know, let, let us like just yeah have it whatever, and I don't <laughs> quite understand the, the the technical, but it's so technical uh, that that um, so that delayed it, uh, but I'm yeah so the stress of getting the book I, it's been a long process and it's different to the other ones I've done because yeah. I've been really hands on on this one. You know, have you really? Completely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, because I've only, I've, I only, you know, I only, I've known you through comedy. So, comedy. You know, yeah. So, you know, like, <laughs> so suddenly, well, I remember when you, when you, you were just, you popped up and you were taking photos. I, I had no idea where it was going to lead. You kind of go, oh, yeah, you know, that's, that's going to be cool. And now it's become this big thing. And you're so talented. I'm not just saying that. You you really do you really do capture a moment in time, which sounds so stupid to say out loud, but do you know what I mean? Like I've seen that some of the photos I've seen, it's a real you've got a real eye. Well, this is a really lovely thing. Is that yeah? I started it out as just snapping backstage and getting, mm. and it was a quite a nice project because it it was it was it was getting the comedians backstage. wasn't trying to do anything fancy with them. They they were just snapshots. But the added bit was really lovely. Was I was working with these people. And so they were very open, and then they asked for a joke of four or five facts. So you get this kind of the whole circuit in this little tiny chunky book, and then I did another one. Yeah. And I think that's lovely. But this it's moved on, I think. And and I think the creative side of it is, is you know, you you get confident as a stand-up, I think, or or critically confident as people say, oh, it's great, or they love you, or the audience tell you straight away. Mm. But in the art world, it's 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 been very different for me because I I don't know whether I'm any good at taking a picture. But slowly you think, actually, I've got something that is it come from the comedy world or from the art world? I, I don't know where it's from. So that's nice of you to say, but you 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 still feel feel quite insecure until people in the art world says. And it's the first guy at um, a, a photography studio, a gallery, said, you know, you've got something really special here. And it was the first time in in the art world that someone said that, uh, which is quite interesting. Uh, and that kind yeah. of thing. Oh yeah, okay, fine. But that's what we're always after. We always want affirmation from our peers and. I suppose, you know, you, like you say, with comedy, you, while I see when you when there are people that you admire and look up to, 
and they and they give you a compliment, or they or you someone says, "Oh, Sansa, we're talking about you the other day." Said you're great, and you're like, "Oh, that's oh, that's nice," and that's what everybody wants in in wherever your chosen field is. And so for you to go to get into that world, you know, the art world, and and for them to accept you and go, yeah, this is this is art. This is well, something, mate. Oh, so. I think so. And I think that kind of, I mean, it's bad in a way because we shouldn't need that. You should just go yeah. with your art and just have fun. But, I mean, we're all very insecure beings. And I, and I think that, that I think it, from another comedian, you know, someone who you respect, as you say, says something lovely about you. That's great. That's better than the critic. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's better than a great, even better than an audience reaction sometimes. Because you think, ah, I'm doing something right here. But, but, and that's the same in the art world. I think really is is that you just got to keep banging it out and and trying to do the best you can. I mean, it's, this sounds crass, doesn't it? But <laughs> that's what it is, isn't it? It's a, no, yeah. no. So, well, this is it, especially when it, and you, you know, you, you obviously love it, which is which is which is a very it's a privilege to be able to do something that you love. Do you know what I mean? And and then because there's so many people. Like, I know, I know. I've had jobs before that. I absolutely despised and I just didn't just didn't want to do it you know and just I always knew there was something else I'm not just I'm not saying that those jobs are shite it's just that I didn't want to do them because I, I knew I wanted to do something else I wanted to dick around and that's what I do for a living now <laughs> yeah I mean I, you know. I, I think it's very hard to get into position or into a job position that, that you really love and I, mm, I, definitely. And I think but, but also I think the creative world is you, you can be a stand-up and I always thought I'm a stand-up that's that's what I do uh, but there's no reason why you can't be creative in another creative side of the art world and 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 still love it and and I mean I've got much more I, I've become much more uh, a, a kind of creative I think doing photography than I ever was with the comedy and you know I had a really strong 20 30 minute set that you kind of changed you know tinkered with a little bit but photography now is 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 you know I'm changing all the time and, and looking at different ways of being you know creative with it. Yeah. Which is bad in a way because I, I think I was really good. I am quite quite good as a stand up <laughs> and you think if I put the amount of work and effort into that, you know, my wife will kill me for that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well I think when you and I were, when you and I sort of started, I mean you started a bit before me, but not about a couple of years, but it's I think the circuit was very different back then. Like you know, you had the big clubs playing them playing you know, you had you had to have a, a strong 20 30 minute set that you couldn't fuck about with because otherwise they wouldn't book you whereas it's a bit things seem a bit more free now people a bit open a bit more open-minded but back then it was kind of like yeah you you wanted to you needed to earn money this was your living and so if you turned up at say i don't know jonglers and went right i'm going to do 20 minutes of experimental <laughs> wherever it was sword swallowing they'd go are fine we can't <laughs> use you anymore but people what's interesting about that and i think that's what but that sets you into full sense of security because you do a really strong 20 minute jungler set or 19 19 you know isn't it yeah and then um uh you get you you think i can't change this uh, and you Ooh. get into that mindset and you've got you know, bang 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 out but the people who were really developing didn't really they gave a shit because they they had a Ooh. different different journey they knew this this was a stepping stone we me was thinking yeah. you know, this is my you know i can't fuck up here because otherwise mm. i won't get my mortgage you know that kind of thing. <laughs> but but the, but the whole circuit's changed in the sense of well, that that was good money then yeah and you can't do that now there aren't those kind of paying gigs so you don't people don't treat it i don't think people who come into comedy don't have never had that the, the comedy uh, where you can make a good living out of it just on the circuit so uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. So, so many comedians that I know now that have, they have you know, day jobs. And mm. I remember years ago, someone saying, oh, don't mention that you've got another job, you know, because it's, it just looks shit. And you, but now it's like, well, no, it just, I, I want to, I want to do this. But at the same time, as you just said, I need to pay my rent, my mortgage. Yeah. And I can't do that on comedy alone. I need to find other avenues. And I think that's, that, that's something that's happening now. Like I do this, there's other things that we're working on and you 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 do your photography i think we're now we are able to look at other avenues which is which again it's very lucky that we have that you know yeah. i think it's great for your mental health oh no totally i think so uh, i think it, monetizing it is 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 the tough one isn't it because mm. that's good for your mental health to to be to, to be able to survive to survive yeah. i suppose yeah. and so it's much harder you know coming into the comedy world now i mean there's a lot more people coming into it to, to make a living and, and be mentally kind of stable uh, in that sense, I suppose. Um, mm. But it's a funny one, isn't it? Because when, when we were starting, it, it was an outcast. You know, you, you felt you couldn't do anything else. So you had yeah. a lot of cra kind of crazy, I mean, I don't know, we use crazy people, but it, it, it was just, it, you were just, there were some mad people on the circuit. And Unusual I, I folks that you wouldn't normally see anywhere else. It yeah. was true. And I like I like that about it because you think you couldn't, no one, none of these people could get another job anywhere else really. Or they maybe could. But that, it made it a really eclectic and, and f fantastic circuit to be, to yeah. be on. Um, but oh, now it's yeah. a bit more, uh, you know, how do I make it big, you know, and get the social media streams and all this. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a different thing, I think, a different beast. Yeah, absolutely. I, I see younger comics. I was with somebody last night, and we were just doing. It was a gig in a in a in a golf club, and it was a lovely little gig. Everyone in there, they were raising money for for this guy. Oh, sorry, and because he, he's 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 running the marathon, and you you have to. I didn't realise. I was told this. You have to raise two grand. Just you have to say, guarantee two grand to, in order to run the marathon, the London oh, Marathon. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, what? So they were raising money for that. All a great thing, and I said to the audience, I said, give me a cheer if you've been to comedy before. None of them had been to comedy before, and they're like, oh, this is going to be interesting. But the young lad in the middle, he still filmed his set, and he still, he still, like, and he said, yeah, I film everything. I film everything I do. It's all for social media, it's all for the, and I'm like, wow, man, it really has changed. Whereas mm -hmm. we just used to just dick around <laughs> twenty minutes. Well, I still do a little bit. Yeah, and that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> is that I, I agree. I think people. There were a few people when I was when I was on there who who took it very seriously. And and, and I mean, well, I was taking it seriously in the sense that that, that was my job. But mm. but people were thinking long term um, about how to. But but they're much more now. I think you're right. You know, people mm. got cameras filming it, uh, and it's good. You know, little clips and you know, getting to grip, grips with things like TikTok and you know, I should do, but. I just um you'd be perfect I? for tiktok your stuff would be perfect for that with the photography maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you know i think it's i think we have to stop uh, you know we're older we're older fellas and i think we have to we have to stop going oh that's for the kids it's like well, it's not if you no. that we, we we're not silly we know if we really look into it and fight the fear we can get involved in all manner of stuff still yeah, you know point. still so i think it's us it's like when you see i it's, i was again it was with my parents yesterday and when I talked to them, they're like, oh, that's, well, I'm a technophobe. And they're like, well, you don't have to be. Yeah. They come with yeah. instructions. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're lazy fuckers, aren't we? Really? Lazy we just, fuckers. You just think, well, I could do that. You could look into it. I mean, it would take us out, our brains a little bit more to, comp you know, because the kids have, have been brought up on that kind of technology. Yes. But there's no reason why we can't, you know, learn that. Not at all. No. So I see, I yes. see people that, I mean, I'm, I'm 50 and I see people that I've grown up with. And it's almost like they want to be old 
folks like yeah. shuffling around. I'm like, no, get out there and do stuff. They're like, oh, I don't know, not anymore. I can't do that anymore. And you're like, well, I'm not asking you to, you know, run around and, and go clubbing and just just go out and explore, have a look but, around. But I think that's what's the, that's what I like about you, what you're doing, and you know, hopefully what I'm doing is, is that I think there are people, who, you, that, just because you do, that's what I'm saying about, the art of stand-up mm. doesn't mean you can that's all you can do it means you are creative and you can you know apply your creativeness to something else within you know within the, that kind of realm and I, and I think that's there's quite a few as you say quite a few people you have to do it and, and, and it's fun I think it's I really enjoy the process at the moment yeah. No, uh, yeah I think it's fear that holds us back though isn't it it's that the fear of failure the fear of looking stupid the fear of just the fear of it it's very i remember when i started in comedy yeah i was terrified when i started in stand-up yeah. yeah. you know and and it, and and so to now be going all right i'm gonna explore something else it, i still with it even doing this i'm like do people still like it is it worth doing and then and then someone dropped me a message going mate by the way uh my marriage was breaking down but we listened to this episode and it really helped us out and now we're doing it and you're like Oh shit! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah no, now, I've doing. now I've taken up photography. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, it, but but I, I I but that's the that's the problem with uh, being very sensitive. Most of us are quite sensitive, and so you 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 know you, the idea of when you go up to Edinburgh, you should never read the reviews, not read the good reviews or the bad reviews. And it's the kind of the same with anything else that you do. Is as long as you you've got a path and you think, oh that you you've you've got a creative. Uh, um, <clears throat> kind of critique and think, oh, that's a bit shit. That I'm not going to put that out, mm. or that you know. Do you know what I mean? So, so we shouldn't be relying on. I mean, we do. That's the problem, is, and that yeah. jeers us up kind of mentally. They think, oh, someone's really listened to this. Even there's one person. That's the kind of joke, isn't it? You know, if one person thinks you're funny, then you're really shit, aren't you? As a comic, <laughs> you know, kind of, if just one person finds you funny, then you're pretty shit. But, um, uh, but, but, but we do need that. I think we do need that affirmation, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And how do you how do you how do you find how do you feel about now about the 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 talk about mental health? Because you know, like you and I are a similar age. It wasn't really a thing when we were growing up, or it wasn't for me anyway. How do you feel about it now? Do you, are you do you feel better about it? Are you have you ever had problems with your mental health? It's, um, yeah, massively, massively. Yeah. I mean, it's um, I mean, I haven't really kind of talked about it to, to that openly. But there, there's been two big things. Um, so. Mm my uh i had a really bad time when i was about 20 21 20 right. my mum was really really ill and subsequently died when she was oh, 49 sorry. so she was right. very very young but leading up to, i mean she was ill for kind of eight nine years but the right. last two years were pretty horrendous and and there was a lot of guilt going on because i was at that stage i was studying the guitar i was playing the guitar seven eight hours a day mm. and then i was going to the hospital every day more or less um and I was getting very, uh, not anxious then, but I was getting very symptomatic, you know, like I came out with spots and, mm. and stuff that I, you know, usually get when you're a teenager. So very, very stressed. And then when she died, I, I was on stage in Hull, I think it was, and, oh, and a children's right. show in a the theatre. My mouth was just full of ulcers. I, 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 yeah. It was so painful just because of all the stress and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when she died, my brothers were at home and, during her illness my brothers were at university they were away and I was at home so I was there all the time through the you know the bad bit of the illness mm. and when she died I wasn't there so that 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 and so when she died I thought all my all the pressure would be over but that was the start, the start uh, of something really really bad so I had two years of huge panic attacks I mean massive panic attacks oh, so I couldn't really? go out of the house yeah I mean it's really really bad or I'd go out of the house 
and be in my car my heart would be going and I would have to drive home again so I would I would you know it was it was really bad for a while um but I was you know I was seeing doctors and and I started seeing a psychotherapist at the time which was, didn't work some worked and I went into the eastern side so, sorry if it's a long thing but no, but no, that no, was no, yeah fine. that yeah that that was that that took a long time to get out and I don't think I've ever really come out of it really because I've throughout then I've always had some kind of ang- anxiety sometime and I've kind of learned how to d- cope with it mm. so I haven't had big panic attacks for a long time no um, but they do kind of rear up and I think this is this is happening again if there's a big bit of stress yeah, yeah. but wh- and where does that come from is that just because just because you weren't there at the end it just it, you felt guilt or so it was uh, a lot of fault by the sound of it no just... no but there was a, I think there was quite a lot of guilt involved because i was trying to do to 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 be me and do something and then i was also wanting to look after you'd be there for my mum as well but um i don't know where that i I think there's a lot of massive amount of stress that builds up in your body and 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 you can cope with it your body can cope with it but there is a point where everything just shuts down i think and that's when the panic attacks come on because after she had died you know six months or so after i thought i was feeling okay and then suddenly I had these packs, and that's what you do. I was, I was in the Philippines with a friend of mine, and we smoked right. some very, gotta be careful what I say here, <laughs> but some really, st- we were on this island, and that's when it started. I was away from home, and um, I, I, I had some really strong stuff, and I thought I was gonna, I mean, it's the worst one I've ever, I thought I was gonna oh, die. Wow. I was in my, in my thing, just think, this is it, I'm dying. And um, I didn't know what it was then, so when I came back, um, to, and they, I remember going to the, the to, to the when I was in the film we got to Manali, Manali, Manila, Manila, mm. um, and I went to the doctors there and they sh- they they trying to put all these things on my chest to do heart heart stuff, but I've got quite a hairy chest and they don't have that hairy chest in the Philippines so they go what can hell so they had to shave me all off and and put these stuff on me and they they kind of they kind of knew there they said I had um uh what's it word um not it wasn't a panic attack it was um. Uh, I can't think of what the term was. Mm. I'll think of it in a minute. But it, 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 when I came back, then I started get, trying to get help. Mm. Um, but I found it really hard then, and that's when I had all the panic attacks. Yeah. yeah. I think mm. people, I, I know I don't, I know people underestimate stress and what it does to you and what it can create in your body. All the, you know, we, this is why relaxation and trying to, you know, trying to meditate and things like that are so important. And I'm, I'm, I, I literally last night on the way back from the gig with my partner Kate, and we were talking. She just said, "You just, you just keep expecting everything to be turn out shit and everything to be bad." Because I was, oh, that was it. We were driving back, and then there was roadworks, and I said, "I said, you know what? Coming back to Brighton is always a pain in the ass. <laughs> Even if you're driving, the roads are shut. If you're on the train, the train just stops at Haywards Heath and goes, yeah, we're not going to Brighton now.'" And you and you end up and just and I just I was tired and I was pissed off and she just said you just you expect everything to be shit so if you keep thinking that way things are going to be shit. Are you a half half empty half full person? Are you, is that what it is? Because I mm, I think yeah. it depends how I, much I, sleep I've had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, always I, as I've known you a long time, I always think you as a really jo- jolly. Yeah, I think I am. And people think that of me, and I think I am. I think, you know, underlying... I mean, my first... When I went to see a friend who was a psychiatrist years and years ago when I was having these attacks, I think their first question is, are you suicidal? Mm. Because they have to ask that just just to make sure that they, you know, that that they've really got to kind of step in. And, you know, I've never had those kind of 
thoughts. Right. So I think that you can be very anxious and depressed and down or whatever, but not suicidal. Um, yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah I think so, I, I've had the thoughts. and it's, But now I understand why. We've spoken about this on, on previous episodes where the thought that thought of ending ending things isn't you're not really wanting to end your life what you want is that you want the shit to stop the, whatever's happening whatever you're stressing about get to a point you go, oh if i just if i just do that then that will stop because your brain can't comprehend that you won't come back from it it just goes just do that and then we'll reboot and then we'll carry on because that'll be gone then you're like have you realized yeah, yeah you'll be gone as well so that's I think that's that understanding I, that is you know totally but I think there's two I mean there's obviously nuances of things in between but mm. I think I'm the complete opposite where yeah. I, I want the shit to stop but I don't want to die no. so so I I want to try and do everything now that to, to, to stop that pain or mm. ang, you know whatever it is to, to stop but not by stopping me no. Um, so, uh, so I think that side of it's more hypochondriac, you know. That you know, what the hell's wrong with me? You know, uh, I, and I think I got that way after my mom was ill because every time I got an ache or a pain, I thought it, it was cancer, or because I, because right. I just, because you just, you know, what she went through, and and um, so you get a very kind of um, wary and anxious about your own health. I think. Oh, absolutely! I can understand that completely, and that that must. That must take something to get get your head around that to get to get yourself to a place where you go. That's stop it. That's not cancer. It's just age, well, I, or it's just whatever yeah, else. It I is, think it's know. really hard once you once you maybe you've gone through that. It's very hard to even now. You I go through bits like that every so often. I go through months where you know I have those kind of things. I'm I'm fine. You know I try and keep a bit fit and, and mm. eat well and all this stuff. But if something happens, you know I feel something. Oh shit! You know I I go I go for the big one. <laughs> but we did have another scare. Another I think it was eight years ago now. Where uh, and that's where it, it never really stops. Because that's life, isn't it? You know, cancer is part of life in one mm. sense. But um, my, I was playing poker with the comedy boys. I play with Mark Billingham and Mike Garn and oh, Mark Mayer. Yeah. So we play a weekly game. And and um, my daughter, she was, I think she was eight at the time. She she just complained of a, a, um, a, a kind of a bruise on her arm. Mm. And I was playing poker. I was out playing poker. And they, um, my wife's very good. If she, she feels something's wrong, she'll go straight to A and E. Yeah. And. Um, I know it's a bit naughty on the health system, but it does work. But um, so I just got a phone call saying, come straight away. So they basically had see, found a hole in her bone and um, kind of diagnosed it as bone cancer. Oh, my God. Literally in, in, in half an hour I was there. Yeah. And, and, um, and she, they were just talking to us about, um, the, the, you know, the chemotherapy and the stuff that she's going to go through and all this stuff. So for a month, we were with the, the, the idea that she, she had that. Oh, and and I, that was the most. I mean, that was mostly worse than um, with my mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of feel bad now. No, no, <laughs> but no. But no, no. I, I had a month of um, just wandering the streets, just in a kind of absolute daze. I mean, um, so, but then they they they, they went to Stanmore and they did um, a biopsy, um, and they we had to wait two weeks for the answer. But we were on the presumption that that was that's what it was. Mm. And it turned out it was this kind of called this G G G C T a giant cell tumor, which right. which actually is benign. Wow. Um, so, but it, we had a month of thinking, and they didn't really kind of keep us informed along the way. We were just wandering, wandering around, thinking, "Shit, you know, how are we going to tell the family and, and mm. say, you know, this is what's going to happen?" Um, but she had to have an operation and it kind of filled in over time. But um, that was oh. that was horrendous as well. Yeah, <laughs> so, well mate, well, that, yeah. well, that's. 
it's, it's a funny one, isn't it? I mean, no one want, you don't want any loved ones to be ill anywhere, but mm. with parents, not really, not necessarily as young as your with your mum, mm. but you kind of the, the, you kind of assume like parents will 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 go before you do, and mm. the worst thing for a parent is to lose a child. You know that, yeah. I know that through my ex partner knowing what they went through, and just it, I don't think you ever recover. You never, no. you, especially if you don't recover anyway, but from losing a child, because you just, it's its just incomprehensible. Yeah. So no, I totally can't imagine, I mean, I'm a, you know, being a dad myself, just the thought of my lads, anything happening to my lads is just, I can feel my heart now going, oof. But that's the thing is that you, throughout life you, you're going to, I mean, we've got, you know, good friends who are constantly worrying about their kids. I mean, their kids are 27, whatever mm. now, and they're constantly worrying and you just think that that's not going to stop is it? it's kind of no, it never stops. And, but i suppose no. again that's part of the whole thing isn't it you know that's that's it but um oh, yeah so and i agree i think right. yeah no she's yeah she's fine but um um yeah that um yeah your mum but that's the problem i, I had i think my mum was very very young and i was very mm. young for, it's, it's okay when you're 60 70 and your dad's 85 yeah. 90 or something like that's you know that as you say it's a circle yeah it's a yeah, <laughs> I don't know what going into my act. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ace a tough year. Mm. Mate, I can't imagine what you must have gone through. You're uh, having gone through that with your mum, mm. and then finding out that with your with your daughter, and you just Jesus. And then, but every like, but every time I see you, like you were talking about me being, you're always jolly and upbeat and just hey, hey and your act <laughs> is completely is this it's this pure raw unadulterated comedy is just ridiculous comedy so do you think you used I mean there's that cliche did you think you used it as a a mask or a, or a way of protecting yourself or well I, I, I was always, always I was into that stuff before that those life kind of events but I, you know I was I was massively I don't know where it, I, I, I was massive into magic when I was thir 12, 13 my friends gave me a box of magic tricks and I just got really into magic and, and I just think performing and as as kids growing up we didn't have a television for a long time so we listened to records so we I, I'm sorry I'll read it again and the goons my parents were really into all that the older stuff and really funny kind of offbeat stuff Monty Python and then yeah. and then um, I just got hooked on listening to it and watching it um so, but I, I got into kids' work for a while, into theatre work and, 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 and kids' parties. But I remember when my mum was very, very ill, or when she died, actually, I still had parties, parties kids' parties to do. And I was, remember standing in the corner trying to entertain these kids. And, and I was going behind my box of props and crying. I just oh, kind of, right. And I was just thinking, what am I doing? And, then, and that's when I kind of, I took some time out after that. Mm. I, just, I, just, I just couldn't handle it. What am I doing, you know? Um, but but and again when my daughter I thought was was you know gonna was ill I I I cancelled you know loads of gigs I just thought I'm I can't what am I doing I can't do this mm. and I think people were very supportive at the time I you know for and then she was kind of okay and she went through the kind of operation all that so it was fine mm. I came back into it but uh, yeah it, you it puts things into perspective a little bit but but that's what you do isn't it you know you, yeah you know but like you say I mean how old are your children. Uh, 16 and 14 yeah daughter yeah. 16 yes yeah, and like it never mine are 25 and 30 it never you never you just you just forever their dad I know when I was growing up there was a thing of right you're 18 you're on your own you're out there you're out there now you've got and you're just like what but no I still 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 yeah. need some help 
and yeah. that's the same with with your my like I say with my lads. You know, I'm I'm aware that my youngest is is at uni, so he's you know he's still. It's difficult to say to him, "Can you be more careful with your money?" <laughs> when I'm just as bad, but um, but you you never stop. You never stop. You you'd still. I would die for my kids, and they they're grown ups. It never yeah. stops. Never stops. Yeah. Oh, it's a great. Right? We've got. Bond. I mean, some some people don't have that bond, and I, and we've got a great, great relationship. And and you know, it's it's. You also get the huge, lovely, you know, lovely moments. And I, I, it's great. Yeah. So I yeah. wouldn't give it up, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think yeah, I, I I as I say, I think you, like yourself. I think we're naturally quite jolly people and yeah. quite positive st- stuff. But um, but there's also a lot of stress underneath it, isn't there? And it's the nature of the beast. But yeah. Um, I think it's because when I'm around other people, I don't want, I don't want to, uh, maybe I don't want to burden them with what's going on or I don't want them to feel shit. So when I'm around other people, I just naturally just go, hey, how you doing? Good to see ya. You know, and if they say, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, fine. No, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's a bit shit, but I'm all right. How are you? And I try and do, and I've, I had a counsel and, and she said, you just keep deflecting everything back on other people. But don't we all, I mean, there are very few people who don't do that. I mean, yeah. and in that kind of social uh, kind of confines, you, you do that. You you know, if someone said, says to you, you know, how are you? And you said, and then you go into it in big detail. That's not what they kind of want to hear. And no. also it's not the social kind of place to do it, I suppose. But if you sat down with them after the gig and had a, you know, a, a drink and sat, talked about it, I mean, that'd be fine, I suppose. But do you yeah. do that as well? Do you ever do that? Yeah, that's happened, the, that's happened a few times. It's always, yeah, when you're, yeah, when you first see each other, like, hey, and there was a couple of times where I'd gone, actually, no, I'm not. And they're like, and then you really go, no, now, now's not the time. It's before the gig. <laughs> You know, yeah. just oh shit! Oh, I'm telling them something, and I'm like, yeah, no, you need to stop talking now, Richie. This is you know, <laughs> this is it on stage well. as a compound. Yeah. <laughs> now we're on stage. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but no, yeah, no, afterwards, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was. I think that's what the, the the beauty of the circuit years ago was. We used to go away for a weekend to Birmingham or Leeds, yeah. you know, for Jonglers or Glee or whatever. And, you know, you'd have time with comedians and just have a really nice, go to the cinema, go for breakfast, you know, have a chat. And they they were lovely times. And I think you could actually be a bit more open that way, couldn't you? I think it's much Definitely. harder now on the circuit to, because you bump into people once a, every couple of years, maybe now, I don't know, yeah. once a year. So, they're, they're, but then your friendships were outside as well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, there, I think that's why it's important that things like, because I'm, like, people were saying to me like, "What you been up to?" And I go, "Oh, you know, I was kicking around the other day." I went, "Oh, you should have given me a shout. We could have gone for coffee." And I'm always of the assumption that people are busy, and it doesn't occur to me to go, "Do you fancy a coffee?" It's, and I think we we need to be more aware of that because just that little interaction for an hour or two hours or however long it is is so important. But do you think that yeah. stopped because of the, the 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 social media world where you think you've got friends? And actual fact, you don't see them. You just see them virtually, and that's that is. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's a massive problem. I, that's why my my general my poker kind of we is a, we never kind of talk really because we're too intent on playing. Yeah. But we do talk because we're physically there, and I think yeah. there is something going. And I think that's really important. And I and that's why you know over the lockdown was must have been really hard for people's mental health because 
and even before that because people were going into that social world weren't they not really the yeah. virtual world and not seeing each other and i think that's important getting a coffee and yes slowing down a bit you know yeah and that's yeah, well, why in a way yeah. the other side of it covid was good because people did slow down didn't they they yes. had to yeah but then they couldn't see each other but yeah. no i think well, I, I, that, yeah because i know everyone was saying that like they were going oh my dreams are insane like i'm having to and, and you go yeah because we're all locked in you're not and you're not there isn't anything else to really focus on it's like your brain is kind of just it's got all right i can have a chance to just get through some of this because that's all it's doing really when you say oh i've dreamt about this person i thought about them in 30 years you know like, yeah that's just your brain going right what am i going to do with this memory do i put it over here do i put it over there and it's just going through all your stuff and i think that's why our dreams were more intense because we didn't have all the other stuff to, to worry about yeah and I th you know i think things like yeah like you say you go and play poker but you're not necessarily chatting but just the physical act of going somewhere and doing something that means you're not thinking about illness or you're not thinking about the day-to-day -day stuff you're doing something else i think it's so important you know no I totally mean, yeah. and, and 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 you know that that is the worry about the you know the kids generation is you know they're constantly on the i mean we must have this all the time on their device mm. and, and that we try and do this kind of thing where you're not on it all the time they draw you go you know goes play basketball and they got you know other activities that we used to do you could just by nature get out and you go out on your bike and yeah and I, and I just i it's tough i think it's very tough parenting that you just you've got to be involved i think you know yes. but they're too involved i think they're, they're so they're very clever obviously yeah um, but i think kids are getting their own kids are figuring it out for themselves i know my lads have kind of gone yeah i'm on they're, they're on whatever social media they're on, but they're not asked about it. They're kind of aware that they need to be off out doing stuff. So my my lad, my youngest is a drummer, so he's in bands and he's off but doing that. He goes to yeah. he goes to open mic nights and stuff. So that, you know, they the young people are figuring out that we we don't. I think sometimes we don't give them enough credit. They're actually they're figuring out, going, yeah, this isn't good to be on this yeah. all the time. We need to do something else. Best thing I did the other night, we're watching we're watching Netflix or whatever it was. <laughs> And my missus went, um, let's play Monopoly. And I initially I went, oh, I'm not playing Monopoly. It's bollocks. <laughs> and then she went, I've got the Disney one. I went, I can't play Disney Monopoly. By the end of it, I was like, right, you owe me blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to put a palace on that and I'm going to do it. And it was the best night. It was the best night. We had such a good time. It's lovely. And I think that's what happened in lockdown is that either people got closer or they kind of killed each other so there was there was something in between really so but i could yes i i think that's you you've got to come out of your your space as well your social media space and come out and say look let's do something together i agree and i i'm i should criticize myself a bit because i sometimes just lock myself onto the screen you know and mm. i really should come away from it really because we're, we're, i think we're as bad as the kids or worse because yeah. we found this new kind of thing and playing with it and it's bullshit really isn't it i mean we think we're going to get all this stuff from so you know facebook and all this stuff and you know i get a few bits through you know through, through the business you know trying to get the photography out there and all this stuff mm. but and it works a little bit but it's a very smallish social bubble really yeah and you've got to get past that to, to get to the bigger world anyway i don't know no but i, I think, think podcasts are good i think podcasts are good because you you know you're trying to find an audience outside of your thing yeah which I, yeah yeah I'm I trying to just flog to the same people a lot of that time. It's terrible. <laughs> it just goes around and around and around. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But I think what it's like everything, isn't it? It's just everything. It's just about balance. Like social media can be a good thing if we use it, you know, in the right way. 
like I find like again like Kate and I the other night we were just sat there on our phones and we just looked at each other and went what are we doing we're not even she said she goes you've just been sat there scrolling I, went, I know I'm not even looking at it I'm literally just scrolling what am I looking for and then we just start, yeah. <coughs> you know it, I think it's just about balance you know uh, but yeah absolutely I mean my uh, we're kind of on the extreme my my wife she she um she doesn't she's not on any social media platform she's kind of an academic uh, mm. and she she um she's working massively hard she's kind of at UCLD associate professor in linguistics oh. she's very 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 clever um but she uh, very clever she um she's just not on anything so when she sees me because i do work on social media yes she sees that as me pissing around yeah and i'm saying i'm, I'm working but you uh, <laughs> Thirty percent of the time is the work, and she's right in one way. But if we get some time when she's not doing something, then we will sit down and watch a film or play this kind of uh, like yahtzee game, dice game, yeah. or play cards. It's really nice. Just put some music on, and yeah. it's, it's it's really nice. It's lovely. Um, but it, you used to do that years ago when where there wasn't the internet as such, and, and yeah. you know, why I love not all now? That. I, I enjoyed I it. I genuinely, the other day, I was livid. To, even the suggestion that we were going to do something else. I don't even know, because there's, there's a thousand channels of television. I haven't had a television for a couple of years, so now I've got it. I've, now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch that, I'm going to watch that, I'm going to watch that. And I suddenly I'm like, oh, God, I can't. I don't want to keep watching television. I keep being on my phone. And then she's like, let's play Monopoly. I don't want to play Monopoly. <laughs> Yeah, you're, but yeah, you're, the default reaction. I, I'm like that as well. I, I get angry if, if I get pulled off something that I think, oh, this is. I'm, I'm, but I think those those channels they do drive you crazy because there's such good television at the moment on Netflix mm. and Prime and whatever. Yeah. Disney's got some great, and you, and you watch through these series and you you binge watch them. Yeah, but. But you come away feeling a bit emptier afterwards. Yeah. Some of them are great. I mean, I remember watching Bosch. I love Bosch, and oh, yeah. uh, and I thought that's brilliant. And then um, and I you, you've watched the kind of six series or something like that, and you think really that's so such a lot of hours of watching, <laughs> doesn't it? I that's why I like movies over television shows. I think because a movie's done, and you go, that's it. That I invested that amount of time in that. But yeah. with TV shows, it's on, on, on. and after a while, I kind of go, oh, I get it now. I get it. It, it, and I kind of get bored and wander off, but I think it. I think it all comes down to what you're, the, uh, what you're, what you're watching, what you're doing things on. Like if I see someone at, at a coffee shop or whatever, and they're on their phone, you just assume, oh, they're just dicking around. But if you're on your laptop, you know, yeah. oh, they're doing some work. It's all about the appliance that you're using. I think. Yeah, maybe that's it. That's, that might be some little routine in yeah, that, wasn't it? Yeah. something in that. Because I, I, you do, you go into these coffee shops and you think, it, the, the people just come out straight and put their laptop on all this stuff. Mm. Really? I mean, it, it, well, you just wonder what work they're doing, really. And you, but they, you, it's very rare. I mean, I'd noticed, I was thought of doing a project, actually. I'm sure it's been done before with photography. It's to go out with a bit of a zoom lens and just stand on the street. And, and the amount of people on their phones and just catch yeah. the moment when they walk into a lamppost or <laughs> I just thought that they're, you know, there's all these kind of memes out there anyway, but I th I'd be a lovely little kind of, uh, uh, kind of a... Uh, when literally, yeah, when reality actually bites, reality yeah, bites, but, when you just, you come at you suddenly, you're so engrossed in what you're doing, you just... Yeah, yeah, and and you you see you've seen all these kind of films on you know walking to canals and all this stuff and but but the fact is is that there, there are so many people on on I think maybe it's a bit less now I don't know but I remember there was a time that just everybody on the street was on their phone you just think, surely that's the time to put your phone in your pocket and just you know 
see what's around you kind of thing. I try, yeah. I, I wear head, headphones sometimes, you know, listen to music when I'm walking around, but sometimes I, I kick myself if I'm in the street because you, you shouldn't be, if you're on a train, that's fine yeah. on a journey, but actually out there, you just, just look and see what's around you. Why are you always trying to kind of close yourself into something else that's, that's somewhere else, you know? Yeah, I did that today. I got the bus from Brighton to Tunbridge Wells. It takes about two hours. And um, I was just sat looking out. I was up on the deck, top deck, out up the front, and I said, I had a lovely time seeing into gardens and. It's great. I mean, yeah. it's all right when you're on the bus putting the music on, and uh, that's because you're sat down and you can see. But I just think of the idea when you're actually walking in the street, mm, yeah. and you, and and your senses should be, you know, sensing what's around you really rather yeah. than like, I don't know the noises around. I, yeah. No, but it's true, it's, especially if you're somewhere. You've not been before, you know, and you're, yeah. I found that, I was in New York, and I remember just, I can't remember where I was stood, and I was just, I was like, what, I'm on my phone again, what am I, yeah. what am I doing, I'm in New York of all places, yeah. there's all this, is it, you're in the middle, of, it's like being on a movie set, and you're walking around going, oh, I'm not happening yeah, yeah. in London at this point. <laughs> but also, I think the idea is that people, you know, use their phone to, to record stuff so mm. you, you know if you're in new york and you're taking pictures and again it's like being at a concert and having your phone filming the concert you just think just just be there yeah forget your phone put your phone in it doesn't matter i mean who who wants who's going to see these pictures and and yeah. it doesn't matter just exactly. experience it yeah. I'm, I'm guilty of it but i just sometimes i'm i'm aware that i'm i'm doing it and i just think this is mad you know <laughs> just 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 be there i know i mean it's very kind of buddhist isn't it i suppose just to be but is it? I don't know. Well, it's effort, isn't it? Like it goes back to what we were saying before. Like it's easier for us to sit and stress about things rather than taking a minute and going, okay, right. What do I really need to worry about? What do I need to focus on? How do I stop myself from? Because the way I'm going, I'm going to be ill, yeah. and I need to just just give myself a minute. It's harder to do that, isn't it? Well, I think I think there's a, a lot more things that 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 this distract you to make you stressed because the, you know, the, the, the 20 30 years ago things were simpler i think the internet although it's meant to make things much easier mm. uh, uh, it, it's actually made things more complicated i think because you, you just want to be on it and, and 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 be aware and show stuff all the time i mean the, the, these is what these platforms are very guilty and make you do they're very clever that way yeah but but you know the idea if, if you just got up in the morning just just did your exercises for 15 minutes, t t did some uh, breathing exercises, and you've, you'll feel much better rather than just yeah. go straight into your emails and all this stuff. But I've tried to start doing that a little bit. I mean, when I was kind of quite ill, I, you know, I did the TM, Transcendental Meditation, went on this course and learned my mantra and all this stuff. Mm. Um, and I did, t I did meditate for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night, and it, it was good, you know, and there's, it, I quite... And I've I stopped doing that a long a while ago, and I should get back into that. I think you know, you, everybody's so busy, yeah. but are they? You know, you make your business. Are they, yeah, it's kind of really. Well, yeah, my, my wife is. She's really busy. <laughs> I know she is. She's really. I mean, she's constantly got deadlines, things like that. But you know, I've got all these deadlines with it, what's going on at the moment. But really, I have got some time as well. It's all right. Yeah. Well, my my uh, my son's wife. Well, my face has gone all. Am I gone all? You've gone all. <laughs> like being beamed up. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? My uh, my son's. So my daughter-in-law, Mary. I was in her office a little while ago, and she had post-it notes on the wall. And I was looking at it, and it was all mapped out. What her her day? Get up in the morning, breakfast. This 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 and this. And I was like, bloody hell, that's a bit. That seems a bit organised. And then. There was a bit in the evening, so like eight till nine social media, and then and I was like, and then, but now I'm like, I oh, don't make total sense. Otherwise, 
you need that you need some kind of structure otherwise you're just on your phone constantly just scrolling what? through if you, if you give yourself a bit of time and go actually i'm going to allow that that time there or whenever it is just go yeah i'm going to have a bit of a look at that and then i'm going to try and leave it but we're so addicted to it have you um Sometimes. have you t heard and spoke uh, oliver burtman is it oliver burtman I don't know. He, my no. wife's massive. I've got his book now, and he's he, he he's basically got this book called I think is it four thousand weeks, which right. is basically how long you live. Tiny wow. four thousand. Oh my god! I think it's recorded. Hopefully, I'm not misquoting there. I'll look it up. Look it up. But but he's great. He he he's he's basically saying you just can't do everything. You've got to prioritize. Yeah. Uh, 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 but in and he's got a very good system of doing it now. And I've kind of not finished reading it, but 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 it. I like his the way. It's really worth looking into him because you know everybody's really busy. But you know he's trying to say you're not really that busy on certain things. Uh, and he, and um, he's kind of academically looked into in, into the stresses and. Um, and how to how to cope with it? It's a very good yeah. guy, actually. Very good. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And it, it is. It is. I think as well, being comedians, when we haven't really had or didn't really need a lot of structure, it was all yeah. about we were just focusing on getting to the gig later on. So your day, especially when I started out, you didn't have you know we didn't have social media and things like that. So you were just focused on getting the gigs, getting to the gigs. And then the the day was kind of just you just sort of floated about a bit, you know. And uh, it's great, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. Yeah. I mean, like, I used to say, you know, I'm really working hard. My mum was just doing twenty minutes a night. But I, I, I say no, no. But there's all the preparation. I've got to get there. Got to get there. But yeah. really, we were doing twenty minutes a night. But but <laughs> and it was a laugh. It was great. And then actual, they were good times because there was a bit less stress, really, mm. wasn't there? I, I think it was fun. You know, it was a lot of fun and. Yeah. Um, what are you trying to say? What are we trying to say? Yeah. Well, I think I think the, the, there's more pressure now to to f for content. There's more pressure for comedians because what's happening I've noticed now is that the industry's kind of shifting over towards like TikTok people and like, who've built up their own audience, and so the industry's kind of like focusing on that. And so there's a pressure now for us to now build our own online presence and build our own audiences you know in order to stay relevant and there's so there's a pressure that comes with that there's a couple of things going on there i think i think that's true and um, but i think that, that there's a problem isn't it because you, you you've got to tread the boards you you, mm. you know there's these tiktok people who've got you know two million followers and they'll turn up and gig and just haven't got the chops you know, they just, they aren't, fun. you know, they're not good. They might, they, they might be very good on TikTok and the 15 seconds of, you know, very funny little skit or whatever it is. But, you know, to build up a really good set, it takes years, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah, I mean, and so, so in a way we're in a, an advantage if we could work out how to make that TikTok and social media work <laughs> because we have got the chops, you know, you, yeah. you could, if you built up a massive following, but, but the problem is there's also a bit fake, isn't it? Because the TikTok audience won't come to you. I think the Instagram audience might do, and the Twitter followers might do, mm. but TikTok's very fleeting, isn't it? You know, you can get 2 million followers, but really, what's that mean? Does it translate? Yeah, yeah and how do you monetize a, yeah. that as such, you know? Um, but it, it all works, and it all helps for people, but I, I think, yeah. You, yeah. yeah, although I was saying that, I do know there are some people that, are, that have built up their online pro. They, they come from that online world. Yeah. And they do, they do sell out. There's a guy I got asked to, I got asked to be in the show briefly. Mm. I couldn't do it, but he sold out the Brighton Dome. Had never done a gig before. And you're going, what? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, fucking hell. So there is some but, people are making it work. I don't know how, but they're doing but what it. What would be interesting is it, it, how was the gig? You know, what did that, yeah. what happened? It'd be interesting to see the gig because it, then you've just got the audience for one night in Brighton. And then what? Because ultimately you, 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 you want to tour if you're mm. going to do that. I, th- I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's a very fleeting thing, but. Yeah. There are some very good people. I mean, look, someone like Mark Simmons, who, who, who's started to, 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 you know, his one-liner jokes are perfect for something like that. Yeah. And the put-downs and the heckles and all this stuff, it works really well. And, you know, I think he's got the chops. He's built it up. He writes. He's constantly writing. So yeah. I think, you know, you've got to be hard-working at it, you know. Oh, definitely. I think maybe that's it maybe we just had it easy for too long and now we're, now we've got the arse because we're, we're lazy kids that's right. <laughs> yeah absolutely and i think i think that as i said i've put much more work into the photography because it is you've got to do it you know you've got to produce you've got to create all the time mm. but i think as i said before you said with the comedy you can actually create a really good 20 30 minute set that you don't really have to change that much right. and then you get lazy that the genre's made us lazy that made me lazy yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know you got paid very well you've got the hotels just that's fine we never yeah. that we didn't know that what was going to come after that really well no you it couldn't got to, yeah. yeah go on go on well you couldn't see the clap there was a time you could because it started collapsing but it, what, what you know early on you just thought this is just amazing mm. what i had 15 clubs or something like that yeah 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 you know? yeah yeah it didn't see it it didn't well, I, I, to, to be honest and i had this conversation last night um <clears throat> was with uh mick ferry and we were yeah. talking about um a lot of the people that suffered the most were the people that only did the big clubs like Jonglers and they didn't really I remember a few of them they were going oh, where are you where are you Friday and I'd say oh I'm at this place and they'll go oh, where's that and I'll go oh it's just this little place it's blah 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 how much are you getting for that and I was like it's like 100 quid they're like why are you doing that on a Friday you could do this that and the other I'm like yeah but I want to play the club it's a nice club I'm on with look at what look who I'm on with and that was the thing. We weren't putting all our eggs in one basket. We were doing all the, all the nice little, weird, wonderful places as well as doing the big yeah. ones. So I think that was... That, think, that makes yeah. a difference. I think that, that's yeah. what happened. Is I, I generally tried to do one or two Jonglers weekends a month so that, that you could fill in the other ones or the other clubs yeah. with, the, with the nice clubs as well. You know, I mean, there were some nice Jonglers as well. You know, we, we, we kind of... We got, uh, kind of uh, dissed the jonglers a lot, don't we? Really, but there were some yeah. fucking horrible ones as well. But there were there some was nice some ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think we're very we're lucky to be able to do what we do. Still, mm. I think we need to stop moaning about social media. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I think I, I think it's just the, the landscapes change. You 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 as a comedian as a, as a traveling comedian, you can't make a, a living out of just doing the clubs now. So you have mm. to do something else or work out how social media works for you so, so yeah. it's fine you, and I think you know there was a time where you know you, there's a kind of comedians a certain age who got quite bitter about it all and all these youngsters Ooh. overtaking the diversity and who gets on television all this stuff just that's just the way it is you just got to just just uh, be happy about where you are and, and, and yeah. that's your journey really and you can't that's that's how television works that's how social media works it's fine you know i think you're all right you've just hit the nail, hit the nail on the head and goes back to what we were saying before about positive thinking and i am genuinely pleased for everyone but when i see them whatever they're doing i'm like king yeah man good on you good on you i don't sit there and go wow why haven't i why haven't i got that where is my where's my, you go it's just it's nothing to do with with anything other than they're doing it and you're not and that's it so 
Rather than sitting being all bitter and you just go, oh, <laughs> you know. Don't you ever get, don't you ever look at, so, I mean, I don't now, but it, it really, it makes me laugh because I've got this other side of it and you've mm. got this other side as well. But, but I, you know, you do look sometimes at, at, at who, who gets on certain programs. You think, wow, I've seen them do eight minutes of okay stuff <laughs> but again you you've got to step back and think this is this fine that's absolutely fast their journey that's how it all works and it's fine but yeah. there, i think there's some lot of people who are still quite angry and bitter about it some and, people think they've been they go oh, i've been going 30 years they just assume that they should be on things and you're like doesn't work like that and the other thing is as well if you see someone and you go oh i saw you at blah 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 and you weren't that good but that might be just when you saw them or they're, what they're doing really isn't for you, but it's for other people. And I, so now I kind of go like, oh, good on you. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and be all, and be all, ah, fuck. Yeah. Kind of like I try and, I do try and focus on what I am doing and where I'm at and not get all bogged down with that. Because, you know, again, if I'm tired though, and you catch it at the wrong moment. I'll go for fuck's sake. Absolutely, but that's the, that's the kind of the, you know your mental well being is is you can't you can't be you can't see what other people are doing. You've got your own journey really, yeah. and try and be happy. And, and I and I think this big secret and this is where you I got bogged down with the comedy. Maybe is is carry on creating, carry on writing, yes. carry on shooting, whatever it is you do in the, in the art side of things. Just keep doing it. Or, yeah. You know, and, and and because you can get very static and staid, and that that's usually the problem. That's why people get angry. Yeah. Because because you, you know you've been doing the same stuff for fifteen years, whatever it is. In what's got so you know it was all right at the time because you could actually yeah. make a living on the circuit, but you can't now. And, and even then, it wasn't good for your mental health just no, to do the same stuff. You know. I think you're right, and that, that, when you when you really boil it down, when you really look into why you're pissed off at any sort of given time you can kind of you go it always comes back to you you kind of go ah um that's that what that there that i'm looking at that really that's not really the reason the reason i'm fucked off is because of this <laughs> go, yeah. oh yeah i know i can do something about that yeah. but it's easier yeah. for me to just moan and go ah you know, Fun, rather than, yeah, yeah. We are the comedians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just mm. yeah we need to remember yeah and, and, and all of that it takes work doesn't it? It all takes effort to 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 it does, but remind yourself how lucky you are. Oh, wait, but it does. But as you say, you're doing something you really enjoy. So yeah. I mean, it, 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 that, that, that's what again pisses off my wife. Although she really enjoys her job, there are bits that are really tough and hard. But ultimately, most of the stuff I do, I really enjoy, except for trying to do my accounts or whatever it is that, yeah. that I don't enjoy. But generally, what I'm doing is I really enjoy it. So it's, but I actually say it is work because that's how I make my living, kind of thing. Mm. But it's fun though, isn't it? You know? Absolutely, yeah. I won't change it for the world. I love it. Yeah. And then, yeah, tonight I'm in. Oh, yeah, I'm off to Ashford later on. I've got a couple of gigs. Oh, yeah. I'm in Chichester. <coughs> See, the yeah. greats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Chichester. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, have you got? A, have, have you got the physical book yet? No, but I, 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 what, what came through the other day, if I can find it, is um, is the, the, these are extraordinary. These are oh, I'm a bit blurred, aren't I? Look, oh, uh, yeah. I've got to do it like that. But these are these are what's known as the. Um, the proofs, the oh, uh, yeah. uh, folded and gathered proofs. So that's basically, and they're all in order. How it'll be in the book? Yeah, it's yeah. folded and gathered, and, and now they got. It's terrible in my blurred thing, but now they got to um, they got to bind. They're binding them and, and putting the cover on, hard cover on. So they're doing that now. In in and the, so I should get delivery in a, a ten days. So when that came through the post from from Italy, I in the packaging, I was shitting myself because I thought <laughs> I spent. It's really expensive. It was a really expensive print. 
um, mm. because of, I wanted it on really lovely paper. I wanted the repros to be really professional and all this stuff. So it came through the post and I, had to, and I, I thought, shit, if I open this and it's not what I want and it, it looks terrible, I'm fucked, uh, basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've all these pre-orders and everything on, and <laughs> so I opened it up and I just, I went, you know, I quickly looked through it like that and then I put it down and I slowly went through it. It's, it's yeah. lovely. It's beautiful. It's really lovely. So, you know, it's yeah. just really exciting. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it amazing that when you started in comedy or, or like you grew, you grew up reading books and look, you, know, you had your favorite books and things like that. At no point did you think one day I'll have a book out and now you're going to have this amazing and it is it's spectacular I've seen some of the photos that are going to be in it and it's it's incredible it's going to be a real it's a it's an it's a it's actual art yes and, I think that's what you know. that was a big jump from the other two books was to go from a, a bit for snapshotty thing and joke book kind of thing yeah. and fact book to the art world and that was the big jump so hopefully this is a kind of a calling card into the photography art world to say look you know I'd love to get some you know big exhibition you're, you're in the book yeah. you know you're in it yeah it's a lovely the photo picture. with um, yes yeah, Pete, Pete Peter. Graham. Yeah, yeah Peter I remember Graham. that night as well. Is when you when you do the King's Head downstairs yeah. at the King's Head, and you sit in that little room, and Peter will tell you all these old He's Barry Cryer jokes. And I, I, <laughs> I remember that night when he. I can't remember. I, I do remember the joke. I won't. I, I won't repeat it because it, I'll make a terrible hash of it. But it was one of the few that actually made me laugh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, and it's it's well, it's funny with the comedy with the the other one, the snapshot one. People going to gigs and collecting the signatures of everyone in the books. There's a couple so of guys and out there. Loads of people do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and I, I, I think it's a great thing. Uh, uh, so there's a in both of the books. There's comedy snapshot. There's that one, and there's Joker Face. Um, yeah. And there's about a thousand comedians in there. Yeah. And so, so there, there's a couple of guys who are going around, aren't they? Getting signatures. You've signed a few, haven't you? So yeah, he's gone yeah, round, yeah. and he's a good guy actually. Uh, but I started. I, yeah, Graham. Yeah, I started doing it myself because because I, <laughs> I was gigging still, and then I. Um, then someone bought the book and, and I accidentally sent that book to the person, oh. someone who bought it. So there's about, there about 50 signatures in there of Harry Hill and people like that. And I sent it to someone because someone bought it and I, I oh, put man. it on the wrong pile. So, yeah. <laughs> Someone, yeah. Someone's got a very limited edition. Well, yeah. yeah. A special one. Um, but, so the, when is the book coming out? Well, um, in bookshops, it, it will be out um, at the end of October, beginning of November. But, through my website you can still pre-order it and I'll, I'll get it out before then because hopefully I'll get it in the next week or so yeah so to the people who pre-ordered it they'll, they'll hopefully get it by the end of September beginning of October okay yeah lovely lovely. and where can yeah. we find you on the socials if we are socials yeah I've slagged um, it off <laughs> yes um, yeah totally <laughs> exactly uh, at Steve Best Picks and I've got that's mainly the Instagram and Twitter and at, at Steve Best Comic as well lovely um SD Best Picks is the best one. Lovely. And yeah. you seem you seem like you're in a good place at the minute. After all the stress of the, putting the book together, the, the stress of family, you seem like you've come through the other side and you seem to be in a better place. Or uh, in a good place. Yeah. It's, 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 it's isn't it, with kids and, and life, it's just constant, <laughs> isn't it? So, yeah. then, you know, you, I, I'm in a nice place at the moment. But, you know... You, problem is with the kind of the anxiousness you're just waiting for the next bit kind of thing but yeah it's kind of, yeah yeah it's it's, it's, yeah. it's fun it's fun it's, it's i think it's financial security is the one that you're kind of really looking for that um, is the one yeah um yeah. but but it's 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 close it's all there yeah well, it's, it's i was talking about it the other day i was like i don't even want i don't even want helicopters and ferraris i just want to be able to pay the rent and not worry about it that's it i think 
that's the big thing. And yeah. I, I think um, my miss is a bit like that. It's just, it, it, it is you just want to have a. I mean, you know, we're actually in a miles better position than mm. lots and lots of people. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. You, it's always it's always kind of relative. But just have a nice holiday and, da, 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 and you don't want all the biggie stuff. You know, it's fine. But yeah, just want to be able to just have a nice time. And when my youngest says, "Dad, I need twenty quid," just to be able to go, you know, then and not have to think, oh, right, that's my last twenty quid. <laughs> But that is it, isn't it? Is that you know, or, or just if you need a taxi or you need this, it's all right, you know. But it's it's tough, mm. isn't it? Everybody's, it's, especially now in the next next I'm, six months. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really worried. I'm this. I'm gen. This is why another reason why I've had to sort of stop looking at social media because I'm genuinely concerned about how people are going to get through it. You yeah. know, it just it just seems a relentless squeeze on everybody and. Oh, I don't know. Hopefully, well, this thing we all need to come together and help each other out. That's yeah. that's what I want to happen. Well, there was so. a time when oh, someone said, uh, "Sorry, someone, sorry." Yeah, sorry. Um, there was a time where we were trying to get a union together, wasn't it? But I think comedians are, are generally uh, are soul traders, yeah. <laughs> soul traders, and <laughs> selfish, <laughs> <laughs> selfish soul traders. But it's a tough one, isn't it? Because there were there have been times over the years of trying to get something together, yeah. uh, and Equity got something together for the comedians as well a little bit. But it's tough, isn't it? Because you know everybody's undercutting and just trying to get stage time isn't it? anyway i think that's it i think we're all trying to survive at the end of the day and i think yeah if we can take a moment to kind of take ourselves out of it and center ourselves a little bit and go right okay let's 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 see what we can do because if we when we do work together it works and we do get more done so you know we'll see we'll see well when the zombies come that's what we'll, <laughs> anyway steve yeah. this has been lovely thank you so much mate pleasure pleasure um nice one all nice right one. Nice <laughs> cheers mate cheers man Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.